Welcome to the first episode of Let's Debate. I'm your host, Sydney Palmer, and I'm here with my partner, Charlotte Pack. On this episode of Let's Debate, we're talking about animal testing. We're answering the question, should animals be tested on? Now, Charlotte, what do you know about animal testing? From what I know, animal testing is when research is being done on live animals to gain knowledge in biology and the medical field. The animals in testing are being used to discover the effects of drugs and multiple cures. Exactly. And then the animals in testing can be put through neck breaking, decapitation, food, and or water deprivation. These tests can result in mental conditions, irreversible damage, agony, and or death, which I personally believe is inhumane. These animal tests result in 100 million animal deaths each year. How do you feel about animal testing? Well, I feel like it has its pros and its cons. If you think about it, we get new medical advancements from animal testing, but animals are put through serious torture. Personally, I feel the pros outweigh the cons of animal testing. See, that's where I disagree. Animal testing is unnecessarily cruel. According to my research, there's been tests done on cats that have been paralyzed. Also, tests have been done on primates, and as they got older, they developed some serious and tragic mental disorders. For example, the primates had PTSD, anxiety, and some even had depression. They also suffered from physical conditions. The primates would harm themselves with scars and wounds. This is undoubtedly inhumane, and something you would never want to happen to your own pets. You're right. These are serious things that I wouldn't want to be done to my pets. But these animals make better test subjects. For one, you wouldn't want a human to have to endure a test like this. So researchers use animals instead. Animals don't have rights to decline the tests. And if they did, it would be harder to conduct tests, which would slow down the progress of the medical field. Also, animals have shorter lifespans than humans. With a shorter lifespan, researchers can collect data quicker. These animals are also protected. Well, how are these animals protected? Well, there are all types of acts, services, and committees. For example, the Animal Welfare Act, a.k.a. AWA, regulates the tests being done on the animals. Then, the Institutional Animal Care and Use Committee, IACUC, approves the events taking place in the test. They'll send veterinarians regularly to check on the experiment. Sometimes, the researchers and experimenters have to follow the policy provided by the Public Health Service, PHS. All of these steps are put in place to protect the animals. So this process is like the animal version of the Nuremberg Code. What's the Nuremberg Code? According to my research, the Nuremberg Code is a list of regulations and suggestions for scientists and doctors to follow during human experimentation. The Nuremberg Code has stopped issues in the medical field from arising, as well as preventing cruel and unnecessary experiments on humans. So the Nuremberg Code is just like the process that experimenters go through for animal testing, so the animals are protected. With that being said, I still see the bad in animal testing, like how expensive it is. There are alternatives to animal testing like in vitro. What's in vitro? According to my research, in vitro is performed or taking place in a test tube, culture dish, or elsewhere outside of living organism. A common form of in vitro is in vitro fertilization, which combines sperm and egg outside the body to form a zygote. This process is commonly used for infertile couples who want to have a child. So how is in vitro better than animal testing? According to my research, animal testing is more expensive than in vitro. When in vitro and animal testing is compared, it turns out that in vitro is the cheaper of the two. 
Animal testing may be expensive, but they're expensive because they result in cures and advancements. For example, with animal testing, we've produced vaccines for polio and vaccines for hepatitis B. Well, it's possible to craft these vaccines without animal testing. Not necessarily. We've discovered the hormone insulin by doing research on a dog pancreas. Without the research on dog pancreas, we wouldn't have understood what controls and maintains our glucose levels. This advancement would have never happened or taken longer to discover, along with the discovery of organ transplants, the effects of strokes, or artificial hearts. Well, sometimes these vaccines and medical advancements don't improve human health. According to my research, researchers were able to find a cure for HIV and AIDS in primates. However, that cure worked in primates, but was deemed ineffective for humans. Also, cures for cancer and type 2 diabetes were discovered in mice, but soon was proven ineffective for humans. Just like any test, animal testing has its errors as well. Yeah, I understand that, but it's just an unreliable form of testing. According to my research, only 92% of the cures produced by animals make it past phase 1 of human clinical trials. Why are the animals in testing unreliable? First off, animals aren't the same as humans. Animals in testing, like mice, rats, and birds, are simplistic. The human body is too complex to compare it to the body of a mouse. Since the human body is so elaborate and the animals are simplistic, animals don't contract the same diseases as humans. So researchers mimic the disease in the animals to make a cure. However, when they, do, when they make a cure for the animals, it's not effective in humans. With what you just told me, I now understand why people oppose animal testing. It's expensive, unreliable, inhumane, and there are better alternatives. So now, I feel that we should continue animal testing, but modified to discard of the negatives. I feel the same way. I'm glad that we've learned about animal testing and part of the Nuremberg Code. Now we have the knowledge for our opinions and come to a compromise. Well, that's been a successful episode of Let's Debate. I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye!